What's up? This is Dominique Bomonte, and you are listening to Season with Salt, the podcast. What's up, what's up? This is Dominique Bomonte, and again, this is Season with Salt, the podcast. This is episode 149, and we're going to be talking about the book, Atomic Habits. So, sometimes I read books, and I, well, not sometimes, I always read books, but sometimes when I read them, I'm like, oh my gosh, this information is so good, like, nobody will ever know. I mean, unless somebody just randomly wants to talk to me about a book, or somebody mentions, like, oh, I read that book too, like, you know, let's chat about it. So, it's a really great book that has really, um, changed some of my thinking around habit building and I thought I'm going to share that. First of all, let me just tell you um, a little revelation that the Lord gave me as I was preparing for this podcast. Uh, I am, my camera or my microphone might sound a little funny. Uh, One, because I'm in a hotel in Portland. Two, because uh, I have been dealing with allergies. Uh, And three, because if you've seen this setup, you'd be like, oh my goodness, it's crazy. So, things might sound a little weird. So, disregard if you can, as much as you can, any weird noises or sounds. We'll get this fixed. We'll be back in the studio in no time. So, <clears throat> a little revelation. I am in a hotel and uh, getting ready to prepare to check out. And one of the things that I do before I check out of a room, especially if I'm traveling by air uh, or by car, is I try to make sure that all my devices are charged. So I go over to my MacBook, I look at my MacBook, and I see uh, that it is not charged. In fact, it is 8% charged. I'm like, oh my gosh, this can't be. So I plug it in and I accidentally hit the little battery icon button and it tells me that just randomly it says, here are the apps on your MacBook that are taking up the most space and using the most energy. And I dare, I looked at that list and it was like Google Chrome and some other things. And as soon as I seen that, I thought about the, 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 the comparison between what's taking up space in my laptop and what's taking up space in my heart and my mind. And I was like, thank you, Lord, that's confirmation. Because sometimes um, we allow the wrong things to deplete us of our energy, of our passion, and the things that take up space in our lives are the things that are not productive for our future. And so I have decided to reorganize, particularly for the weekend, how I'm thinking about my life and what I need to do. So I said, I'm going to make a podcast episode. This is the third of this week. And I'm going to talk about this book, this really cool book that I am reading because I'd rather that take up space than just idleness. So here we go. So here's what James Clear says in his book, Atomic Habits. Part one, he essentially says that in his life as both an athlete, a professional, a human, he has learned that 
his success and the success of teams that he's been on, the success of systems that he's been a part of, have all been the product of the management of habits, right? So the first thing that he encourages the reader to do in the first series of laws that he provides is uh, to take inventory of current habits that the reader has. So what habits do I have? Um, what do they lead to? What do they breed? How do they impact my day-to-day -day living? How do they impact my career? What is the outcome of these habits? So he encourages the reader to take an inventory of habits. I think in addition to that, it's also important to kind of look at good habits versus bad habits if you can categorize the habits in that way. Because sometimes um, we are able to identify what our habits are, but we stop there so that we don't feel guilty or incriminated by our own choices, right? Particularly when other people are asking us or naming what they believe our habits to be. So James says, identify what your habits are, be able to clearly and concisely uh, say them. Then he goes on to say, in the practice of developing clear, concise, healthy habits, it's important to attach an intention to those chat to those habits. So what that looks like is today I will go to the gym at 5 p.m. at the 24-hour fitness, right? So all the information that is important in order for me to build habits. And then he says, going beyond just making a declaration, uh, accomplishing that habit and then doing what he calls habit stacking. So habit stacking is um, saying after I have gone uh, to the gym on Tuesday at 5 p.m. at the 24-hour fitness, I will then have a salad immediately following the, the uh, gym trip, right? So I'm being intentional. Um, I'm being affirmative. I am adding to my habit very intentional practices, right? So the better I become at creating and developing and sustaining habits, the more I start padding or partnering or collaborating between my habits. So I think that that's important. Okay, so the third thing that he says, and this is the uh, law of simply making habits obvious. He says that it's very important to design your environment and to make cues of good habits obvious and visible. I love that. So what that might look like uh, is, you know, signs, uh, lists on the refrigerator, uh, stickies on the door, um, you know, design functions that lead to greater productivity. Uh, you know, packing your gym bag the night before and hanging it on the door to say, this is the intention that you have for tomorrow as a result of the habit that you're setting. So um, 
the environment becomes ultimately important because it's through the environment, if the environment is conducive to good habit making and habit building, then you're not, even if you don't sustain the habit, like you will have a reminder in your environment that this is something that you said that you were going to be committed to. So what I hear James saying, uh, what I read James saying uh, in the first couple of chapters in this law of making it obvious is that you have to put things before you. And so if I want to create positive habits around studying and podcasting, then I have to schedule, uh, you know, time to uh, hear other podcasts, to listen to things that encourage me. I have to put a reminder in my phone that I want to podcast a certain day. I have to create a discipline around podcasting, and I have to use my environment as an agent of pushing that discipline. That's what James is saying. So I thought I would give you sort of a, a, some nuggets from the first couple of chapters. If you like this, let me know. Uh, I'll be back um, with part two uh, to share a little bit more of what uh, this book, Atomic Habits, uh, has uh, been about. But I encourage you to join this dialogue, uh, comment, uh, follow my podcast on your preferred podcast platform. Uh, and uh, yeah, I want to connect with you and learn about what you took from the book. All right.